Good morning, family, and happy Easter. It is my joy to declare to you today, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Today we celebrate our risen Lord. Our gospel reading today is found in Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. It's the story of the first resurrection morning. Hear the word of the Lord. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell the disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. On Palm Sunday, we asked, Who is this? On Good Friday, we asked, Where is God? This morning, as we gaze into the empty tomb, let's ask another question. What does Easter mean? What does the resurrection of Jesus 2,000 years ago mean for us today? The Gospels don't tell us the meaning. Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John never tell us why Jesus rose again, and they don't link his resurrection to Old Testament scriptures. So what does Easter mean? What does this Easter mean in the middle of a pandemic? What difference does it make? What message does God send when he raises Jesus from the dead? Jesus' resurrection tells us that God is bigger than any problem or difficulty we will ever face, even bigger than the COVID-19 virus. Now, it's important for us to note that on the first Easter Sunday, not all the problems of the world were solved. People were still sick and dying. Roman oppressors were still in power. Life was still hard. Disease was still rampant. Politicians were still crooked. Sound familiar? But of all the hardships life throws at us, the biggest obstacle we will ever face is death. Death has been the ugliest, most belligerent, most feared bully on the block almost since the very beginning, right? But because God raised Jesus from the dead, God is stronger than death, which means God is big enough and strong enough to defeat anything that comes our way. 
if we put our faith in him, if we trust him and place our life in his hands, he can take the tragic and turn it into triumph. You see, we believe that the resurrection of Jesus is proof that God is absolutely sovereign. That's why we celebrate today and each and every Sunday. But there's more to it than that. Can Easter mean anything for us personally? Let's try to put Jesus' resurrection into context. He spent three years telling us that things are now different. The last will be first. The least will be the greatest. The lost will be found. The blind will receive sight. And the dead will receive life. That's the message of the gospel. Because of Jesus, there is now a new way of living. And from now on, things can be different, right? Easter is about God's new creation. Easter is a time of new beginning. Easter is the signal that a new kingdom has come. Now, please make sure you get this. Jesus didn't just come back to life. He was not simply a resuscitated body like when he raised Lazarus and the widow's son and the rich man's daughter. They would each die again. The resurrected Jesus is actually a new creation. I mean, he's still Jesus, but at times he looks like a gardener. At times he appears to be just another traveler along the road. Sometimes he eats bread and fish. Other times, he passes through locked doors. So the resurrected Jesus is a new creation. Does that sound familiar? In 2 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul wrote, If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Or she or he is a new creation. But there's more. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new, Paul writes. That's a picture of Easter. Jesus is the embodiment of the new kingdom that he ushered in. This is what we celebrate today. The kingdom of God has come, and it is coming. The God-promised new heaven and new earth are realities, and they are on the way. We are new creation people. We work for and we pray for that new creation to come right here. Not in some far off heavenly place, but right here, right now. And especially in a time of fear and pandemic. Easter happens here, on earth, in a garden. Not in some faraway celestial location. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, is a reality here, even now. You see, the resurrection is the good news that God is committed to the renewal and the reconciliation and the resurrection of all things. That's why we give to feed the hungry. That's why we give school supplies to needy children and host blood drives and celebrate our teachers and collect books for inmates and all the other things that we do in our church. We do these things because we believe that through Jesus, 
because of Jesus, life can and should be better. And we're doing our part to make God's renewal, reconciliation, and resurrection possible. Jesus is the embodiment of what God wants to accomplish in your life and in mine. He wants to make us new and to bring about his new kingdom, to bring the future right here in your midst and in your life. If you can believe this, then you will discover that resurrection faith sets us free from the sadness and solemnity, from the despair and desperation, from the fear and hate of the world. So on this Easter morning, let me ask you, do you need a new start? Easter is God's message to you that through him, you can have a new start. You can have a new life. Here's the bottom line. Jesus was resurrected, raised to life, to show us that God brings about something new. And we need that. Newsflash. This world is not the way God created and intended it to be. War, injustice, cancer, pandemics are not part of God's original design. So God sent Jesus to embody and usher in a new kingdom. Now, here's the reality. You are not what God created you to be. If you are not living for him, if he isn't calling the shots in your life. But there's good news. You can have new life today. Because if anyone is in Christ, she or he is a new creation. Jesus is more than an app that makes life easier. He's more than a bumper sticker that you add on to your lifestyle. Accept his love and forgiveness and let him fill you with his new life. Allow him to make you a new creature. Let's pray. In the light of Easter dawn, while disciples passed their despair one to another, you, Jesus, arose at the call of the Father, bringing light and new life to light, warming hearts and inextinguishable joy, and rehabilitating doubters and deniers with a love that overcomes any distance and overpowers the gates of hell. You rolled the stone away. You defeated death, hell, and the grave. Roll the stones away in our lives for the broken, wounded, and frightened. Roll the stone away for the lonely and the lost, for the hurting and the harassed, for the worried and worn out. Roll the stone away. May we, your children, follow your example and invest our time and energy, give our very lives in helping you to roll stones away in our world. When we, your people, share instead of take, when we accept instead of assault, when we include rather than exclude, when we join around the table in fellowship and community, 
roll stones away. You are the God of new life and of new beginnings. Free us, we pray, from the fear of change. May our experience of Easter so change our lives that we express your boundless love in all that we think and do and say. Jesus, you are the Word made flesh. Jesus, you are the friend of sinners. You are the reconciler of the whole universe. You are the resurrection and the life. Heaven and earth are full of your glory, and today we declare that our allegiance and our gratitude are yours forever. And now using the words debts and debtors, let us pray with boldness the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thanks again for joining me. Please don't let this pandemic rob you of your joy. For with Jesus, we always, always, always have hope. Because God loves you no matter what. Now receive these words of benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you his peace. Remember, he is risen. He is risen indeed. <laughs>